All right, guys. Uh, welcome, everyone. It is Monday, August 14th, 2023. It's the MA OB Daily Podcast. We've got myself, Adam Martin. We've got Big Marcel, the two usual co-hosts of the show. And then we got a, a third wheel here today, Mr. Alex Mahunin from MMAmania.com, joining us to recap UFC Vegas 78. And then we're going to do the uh, UFC 292 preview after that as well. So, Alex, how's it going, man? Glad to have you here on the podcast. How are you doing, brother? Thanks for having me on, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be with here with my friends. Uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited. It was a Fun card, um, yeah. Let's, just, let, let's talk about it. Yeah, I'm more. I'm more excited to talk about the uh, the preview for UFC 292. To be honest with you, but like we'll go through this uh, recap for sure. Marcel, how you doing? By the way, Mark, man, how you doing? All good, man. All good. And to to begin with a famous quote of Dana, Alex was never my friend. Just kidding, oh. dude. I'm happy you're here. I'm happy you're here, dude. <laughs> well, Alex is the man. I got the. Well, yeah, I, absolutely. I think we had you on after I met you in Vegas, didn't we? Had you on the yeah, week after. 290. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was awesome. So I'm glad to have you back, Alex. Really appreciate it, man. Go get your insight into uh, to everything. We're we're really proud of you, Alex, to, for you to come on the show today. <laughs> That's funny. That's All right, funny. Let's, let's get some comments. You got Glenn here in the chat. <clears throat> How you doing, man? Joe, Octon update. We got Paul, the three goats. On oh, man, I appreciate that. JP, what's up, dude? Antoine, what's up, man? There's an echo, Adam. Uh, there was in the beginning. I think Alex fixed it though. This should be okay now. Um, super iconic. Ironic how the prelims were fired. Oh yeah, for this last card, we'll talk about it in a sec. What's up, man? So, yeah, let's get into it, guys. Um, we got to recap this card. 13 fights. We'll start with the uh, the main event here. Vicente Luque defeating Rafael uh, Rafael Dos Anjos via decision. The fight really just didn't, I think, live up to the expectations. It didn't, like, play out the way I think a lot of us thought it would. I really didn't think it would be Luque being the one taking down RDA. Like, I understand he's a little bit bigger and stuff, but, like, that really surprised me, guys. I'm not going to lie. Like, the fight just didn't play out, like, I think how anyone thought. Um far as like how i scored the fight i had luke winning i had him winning three to two um it was a close fight i think you know but I, I do think he deserved to win the fight even though i got my pick wrong i know some people scored it for rda i think there's a there's a chance you could score like one three and five for him but i think i gave i think it was one in five i gave to rda i think i gave the three rounds in the middle to, to luke um and i think that i think the right guy won the fight like I, again it wasn't like the most exciting fight and uh but but he fought smart right he fought with a good strategy here and not to really get hit in the head i think if anything, Dos Anjos had a bad strategy in this fight. Like, he wasn't able to get the takedowns. They kept going for them. It's like, dude, like, switch it up. So, just wasn't able to do that. And then, again, it's uh, it's actually Luke getting t- the takedowns, getting him to the mat, and then uh, winning the decision. So, give me your thoughts, guys. I'll start with you, Alex. I, you were there at the fight, right? You were there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was there. Um, I'm patting myself on the back. I I, I, I picked Luke. I just, I just thought, like, like, yeah, he got beat up by – Jeff Neal, and then he got Russell fucked by Blah Muhammad. You know what I'm saying? So like, those are and Blah Muhammad's probably fighting for the title. You know, next, like, so it's like, those are two. You know, like, I understand those losses. You know what I'm saying? So like, and I understand RDA has good wrestling, but like, he was a lightweight. You know, what I'm saying like going up to middleweight, and Luke cuts a lot of weight. You know, yeah. so I just felt like Luke was the bigger, better, younger fighter, and I think his game plan was. I mean, he, he played it safe. Um, he was off for a year. So, I mean, uh, other than the Bilal Muhammad fight, like, it's the only other boring v- Vicente Luque fight, you know? Like, yeah. He's always in a war. Like, I'm looking at his stats right now. He's won, um, like, 10 fight of the night bonuses or something. Like, and then, obviously, this one wasn't close to it. So, I'm with you. Like, it was just, wasn't, like, the fight we expected. But you're, you're right. You fought with a good strategy. Marcel, what did you think of it, man? Yeah, man, I feel like it was um, 
It was an okay fight. It was a super spectacular. Uh, I think Luca did what he had to do. Uh, I'm going to tell you honestly, I didn't score the fight at all because I was watching. I've seen it, but I was also texting with a friend of mine. So uh, I wasn't paying that close of attention to, to be able to score the fight round by round. But for my feeling, I think Luca did enough to win the fight, you know, and I actually think I, I at least scored three rounds from even maybe four. You know, I think that that's how I scored it when I watched it. But I cannot say like 100% because I was also distracted. So um, overall, was it was a super great fight. But I was happy for Luke that he came back like that, you know, because um, after that uh, brain hemorrhage he had, you know, I mean, he he looked good. he looked pretty good. You know, got to say, you know, if you if you look at his two his last two performances against Jeff Neal, he didn't look good in my opinion. And against Bilal, and let's be honest, man, Bilal is always in, in, in boring fights unless he loses. But he, he always gets the wins, you know. So uh, good for him. But look look bad in that fight, you know. So um, yeah. yeah, I was happy for him. He, he got back and and he looked good, you know. And uh, something to look uh, to. How do you say that? To, to give a good follow-up to after this fight because like he said man he was he's never scared but he was uh, kind of scared in his head you know coming into this fight in the first round how it went and and understandably you know you never know because yeah. you don't know what's ha gonna happen but he looked good i think and uh yeah good from rda it's like what alex says he actually he's kind of like that kevin lee kind of guy he's actually a little bit bigger for lightweight and he's too small for welterweight in my opinion yeah. you know yeah. so um all respect to RDA, man. But uh, yeah, Luca won the fight, and uh, I was happy for Luca. And for RDA, he says he wants to stay at welterweight, make a run there. We'll see, man. What's gonna happen, you know? But uh, I wonder if he's uh, if he's like uh, I'm going back to lightweight and I, I, I keep my ranking, or he's like going to welterweight and he's unranked after uh, after tonight. So we'll see. Yeah, um, he just to me he just looked old. Honestly, at the weigh-ins too, like during the media week. I don't know, Alex, you were there. Like his face, everything, and I was starting to. To really second guess my pick, I'm not gonna lie because I was like, oh man, he's, not, he's looking really long in the tooth now. But like, he looked so good in his last fight that I thought, you know, he still had another like couple of good fights in in him. And maybe he does, but this was obviously a bad matchup. Let's get some comments here, guys. Um, John went 10 3 and picked same, so did I actually. Uh, what's up, guys? Time to rumble. How's it going, man? Look at this crew. How's it going, brother? Knox, what's up, man? Kevin Holland and, and JDM. I don't know. Have you heard anything about that, guys? Anyone know that? No, wait, wait, what was that? Paul and JDM in Sydney. Have you heard anything? Not Sydney. Yeah, so not Sydney. Oh, in Vegas. Okay. <laughs> Main event though. Would it be? Would it be? Would it be? Uh, I've been told not to say anything. Hey, so. my guess is it's like does that card in? I don't know anything because I'm not like in the know like these guys, but. Uh, is that card in September have a main event, the one in Vegas? Let me double check. If it doesn't, I don't, then... I don't know, but I feel like Alex and, and myself have talked to the same guy about this one. But... <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me, I gotta see something, guys. So, like, I don't, I haven't talked to anyone, guys. So, I'm the same as all the fans in here right now. Um, so what I see, is that card in September? September, uh, da, 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 da. okay, no, it's the one in October, then it would be one of the ones in October. Okay, that makes sense. Um, the other fight would be Terrence McKinney because he said he had a fight booked uh, so, or something. His manager talked to Sean Shelby. I'm guessing one of those cards as well. So, thanks, guys. I uh, I see your message there. All right. Um, went uh, good job, Paul. Can we agree this was a comeback fight for Luke if UFC wanted to end and they wouldn't match with Renat or JDM? Probably. You're probably right about that. Do you guys feel uncomfortable watching after the brain bleed stuff? No, I mean this is a job. Like this is what he this is what he does for a living. I didn't feel uncomfortable. If he didn't feel uncomfortable, I didn't watching it. Like these guys know what they sign up for, guys. Like and he knew like the risk he was taking, and he's gonna take another risk by fighting again. Like I don't think he really should be fighting, but if that's what he wants to do, then he could do it. But I think honestly, man, looking back at it, guys, like 
maybe this is how Luke will be fighting from now on. You probably won't see that guy that fought like Mike Perry and like his, you know, that Mike Perry's face was broken in half, or the guy who fought like uh, what's his name, Nico Price in like a war. You probably won't see that version of Luke anymore, to be honest with you. Anyways, um, I think that's good for the main event. We'll go to the co-main here. I mean, I just really disagree with this decision. I had DeWato winning 29-28. I had him winning uh, the first two rounds. Like, when they said unanimous, I was like, okay, he won. And I was just shocked that Cobb won unanimously. Like, I thought maybe one of the judges would give it to him, like, in a split. But, like, I never thought all three would give it to Cobb unanimously. I, I got, Again, guys, like, I thought Hakeem won the first two rounds. I know they're competitive, but I thought he won them. He, he threw more volume. Um, and I know that, you know, uh, Cobb landed some, some good shots as well, but I still think the water, uh, Dawadu controlled most of the fight. And I, I thought, you know, dropped the third round, basically got getting taken down late and getting beat up there in the ground. But I thought he already had the first two in the bag and he probably did too. So I know the odds had Dawadu minus a thousand at the bell. Like they, the, the odds makers thought he would win the decision. So he didn't get the job done. What do you guys think? I'll start with you, Alex. You were there. How'd you score the fight? Yeah. To be honest with you, I, was barely watching the fight because we were talking with Khalil Roundtree. And right. so my so my full focus was there. And so when I saw Cub won and then I saw him crying in the post fight, like I thought he was retiring because he lost. Mm -hmm. And then I saw that he won. Um, so yeah, most people thought Hakeem won. I, I, I've seen a lot of Twitter judges thinking that it was a closer fight than like Cub maybe won one and three, but I don't know. I don't have a. I haven't rewatched. I'm probably not. I'm probably not going to rewatch it. So I don't have really have an opinion. Marcel, what would you? Did you? Did you score this one? Clear first two rounds. That would do. There we go. There we go. Me too. Yeah, the thing is, like, listen, man, robbery is a strong word, but still, I feel like it's a very bad decision. You know, let's put it that way. Um, the thing is, and maybe it sounds weird, but Cubs once, and this felt like, um, how do you say that? Feather and privilege. You know what I mean? Uh, what Arlovsky sometimes has in his fights, you yes. know, when, when a, a fighter was established and a little bit older fights a younger guy, and, and, and Hakim is also uh, over 30 already, but fights a younger guy, you know, and he is competitive, judges sway a little bit more towards the older guy because it's more established for some reason. They have more, that's what I always feel. It's maybe it's not true, but that's how I always feel. So when the scorecards got, got read, and I heard three times 29, 28. I was like, that would you should get it, but I wouldn't be surprised if they give it to Swanson. And that when Joe Martinez was like, 29, 28, the uh, what did he say? Uh, the pride of Palm Springs or something. Yeah, he did say that. Uh, yeah, and Cup Swanson was was looking like, what the hell is happening here? And that would do was also, it's like, yeah, I don't know, it was a bad decision. I won't say robbery, but I feel like sometimes the judges. Sway a little bit towards the more established guy because yeah. I, I I don't know because and also let's put it this way, Cup and Alex maybe can give a better look at this. Uh, the arena I think was in favor of Cup or not? The people were there. Plus his kids were cage side. His wife was cage side. You know so. I mean the judges might be swayed by some sounds from the from the audience. You know what I mean and. Yeah, and even in, in, in a smaller in a smaller yep. venue where it's more uh, where you yep. hear it better, you know that, yep. that's possible. I don't know if it's true, but that's how I feel about it. You're not wrong, Marcel. I think it's it's something I've always heard. Like you know, to, one of the suggestions for better judging is to like put these guys in like soundproof rooms with you know mm -hmm. where they can't hear the audience, where they're just watching the fight. Um, I've always thought that was an, an interesting idea. Um, but yeah, I just I disagree with the decision. Like, what, what do you guys? What do you guys think? Well, I shouldn't ask you, Alex. Again, you you were uh, interviewing Khalil at the time. Uh, Marcel, what was the worst decision in your mind? This this one or the Davy Grant Daniel Marcos fight from like a month ago? 
I think this one was me close. too. I do too. Like uh, that's what I think. So I, I I hate using the word robbery, but like I was really shocked when he won the fight. Like the, this, Cub, uh, dude, Cub didn't think he won the fight, guys. I yeah. understand he's in the fight, he's hard himself, but like he didn't think he won the fight. Like for me, for me, this was comparable with Arlovsky Collier, but that was even worse. Oh, that was horrible. No, 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 yeah. that was that's was even it, worse. Alex was there for that fight. I mean, the fight sucked, but Alex, you know that the wrong guy won that one. I just feel like. A unanimous decision is weird. Like, yeah. when, when you think it, it, it would at least be a fucking split decision? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That one judge saw it differently. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, well, well, two of them gave the first round to Cub, and one gave the second round to Cub. Like, I mean, I just don't agree with it. Like, I just, did, did, did you see who gave the, the fucking second round to Cub? It was uh, Sal, or yeah, of course, Wells. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That dumb fuck. But even, but yeah. it doesn't matter. Even if he gave it to Kim, he still would have lost the split decision. So it doesn't matter, you know. Um, you know, I I told you guys last week though that like I had a little bit of concern about Hakeem just because losing to Julian Rosa to me is not a good look, you know. But at the same time, like he did enough to win this fight. I hope the matchmakers do treat it like a win, but they probably won't. And and here's the thing, I don't know if it's his last fight in his contract, but when he does renegotiate, you don't get as much money when you have a loss on your resume, not a win. So like exactly. it just fucks it fucks their careers up, guys. That's the problem with the judging, right? I just, right, I just, I just kind of feel like I'm off the Hakeem train. Like I just yeah. don't like. Yeah, I've been. He's time. not. Yeah, he's. I, I've never been that impressed with him. But like, yeah. he's not a hot prospect anymore. And he's like, 32 now, right? Like he's not super young. You know that the biggest problem with Hakeem, in my opinion, if you look at his fights in the UFC, he's won like multiple split decisions. So like, he leaves like enough room where there's a margin of error where the judges could fuck it up. Where like, it's not like a clear, like, decision. just because of his style, he's not a wrestler, right? He's not going to take you down and grind you in the ground where it's kind of clear at the end of the round, like, okay, this guy won the round. He's a striker, and he doesn't have a he doesn't have a ton of power. He has one knockout in the UFC that came late in the third round against a guy that I think only fought once in the UFC, that guy in Edmonton, that Hori guy or whatever. He fought one time in the UFC. Yeah. So, like, he's not a knockout artist. I know he knocked out, was it Mike Malott years ago in, in World Series of Fighting Canada, I think? But, like, it's been a while, so. That's... That's when his hype was high, you know, when yeah. he came to the UFC, but it got broken by it Danny got broken Henry. Danny Henry, when the Hatchet yeah. submitted him in his debut, he just never really lived up to the hype. Again, we're, we're criticizing the guy. He should have won the decision. Maybe we'd have different thoughts on it, but it, but again, like he just leaves too much like room for error where these judges can fuck up his career, and they did it. So I'm looking it at the comments. Be, Go ahead. It, it, it could be the MMA gods getting him back for his uh, split decision went over uh, Zubaira. Too, yeah, that, like that, I think I, I, you know what? I, I, I bet on Hakeem in that fight, but I scored for Zubaira, and I was like, yes, I got a bad one. They bounce, they, they, I'm telling you guys, like, they even know it sometimes, but he shouldn't have won that fight. I think it's an Abu Dhabi, right? That fight. Um, bro, yeah. how many, how many times Zubaira got screwed, man, in, in decisions? Like, man, well, I'm, I'm kind of glad he lost to the Elvis Bender guy because then they wouldn't have never did that fight with uh, Garam, and that fight was true. Amazing, so, so <laughs> I was just They also got screwed against Lerone Murphy, I remember, right? Yeah, yeah. Abu Dhabi, yeah. yeah. Anyways, let's get some comments here, guys. Um, I'm, I'm looking at the comments. Most people thought Cub, Cub lost. Yeah, Cub lost. The water, yeah, he definitely won the fight. Uh, thought Swanson was going to care in front of his kids and have them eating therapy. I wouldn't bring my kid to an MMA event. Like, I understand no, he's a he's a UFC fighter. His wife used to be, like, the – she used to be, like, a host of, like, UFC on – like, one of those TV shows, Kendra Perez. Um, she used to be, like, a model and stuff, too. She was great. Um, I mean, Cub's a lucky guy. There's no doubt about it. He's got a beautiful family. But, like, I just wouldn't bring my children to an MMA that personally. But, again, that's his job, so it's a little different, I would say. Bro, I um, still have Kanda Perez uh, autograph card from Tops from years ago, man. Yeah, man. Was she, so was, she was big. Like, she was, <laughs> dude, she was, like, she, man, she's a good-looking woman. There's no doubt about it. Good for Cub. Uh, Did you guys see the, yeah. uh, the meme that it was actually Cub's three children that were 
Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, look like, they look like glasses too. They look like little like judges, <laughs> judges, future MMA judges. That's they're, they're, really, they're really two little cups, right? They look exactly <laughs> like them, but the small person, the little. Yeah. Anyways, I'm just looking at the comments, guys. Like, it's hard to read all of them because most people just are like, "Yeah, this was a bad decision." But um, wasn't Cubs ex-wife Kendra Perez Donald Kuzak? I have no idea, but I know that that's his wife now. Um, Hey, what's up, Marcus? How far in advance they make it known for the judges who will be the fights? I mean, what is it during the week, probably? Like, I mean, yeah, I, I think you guys get, get a how do you say that? Uh, uh, like a paper where it's on a fight night, right? Yeah, no, uh, we don't get it, but if, if you ask for it, you can get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've seen like John Morgan and like Damian Martin mm-hmm. tweeted before, Tweeting like, it, yeah. yeah. Here's a comment. Marcel, do you know what time the Australian pay-per-view? Same as the U.S. ones. Only the Abu Dhabi one is earlier because it's an Abu Dhabi prime time, but all the other ones the rest of the year is like just normal U.S. Right? Singapore is going to be so brutal next week. Or, yeah, kinda, next week. yeah no, it's so early. <laughs> for you guys, it's brutal too. It's like <laughs> it's a 4 a.m. start time here for us. So it's 1 a.m. Alex. Prelims 11 a.m. for me and main card. Oh, you yeah. had a good one then for you. Also. There you go. <laughs> what does Kenda do for UFC? I don't know, but she used to host like a TV show, like highlights and stuff. I can't, I don't really remember like exactly, but something uh, like Ultimate Knockout. She did yeah, it might be something like that. It might have been something like that. Anyways, let's keep going, guys. Let's get through this card. Khalil Roundtree knocks out Chris Dawkins. Like, Chris Dawkins, like four straight knockouts, man. I'm pretty sure he's getting cut, guys. Like, you just can't keep guys like this in the roster. Four straight knockout losses. It's crazy. Like, he was looking so good at heavyweight, being all these old guys, and then you know he just gets destroyed now at light heavyweight. But on the flip side, man, Khalil, wow, four straight wins, looking great. Like, I, I, okay, the Jacoby fight, yeah, he probably shouldn't have won that, but the other three fights where he knocked the guys out, incredible, such a good striker. And, and you know what, man, just he's really coming to own as like a man. You know, like I, you were there, Alex, listening to him talk. Like he's really like just understanding himself mentally as a fighter and as a person. And like I like this version of Khalil. Um, he's calling for a main event slot. I say give it to him. Why not? We've seen way worse main events. I was thinking maybe the winner of the Smith and um, Span fight that's coming up like in two weeks, I think. Maybe that would work. I don't know what you guys are thinking, but like Khalil, I, I say, yeah, he. I say do give him a five-round main event. Why not, right? Why not? What do you guys think? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I think he should fight the winner of Span, um, Span, Smith, or maybe Alonzo Minifield, you uh, can rematch. Does Krilov have a fight uh, book, uh, Marcel? The no, no, that's, no, that's another that's one. Yep. Um, he, he could rematch Kutalaba. I know that could mean Kutalaba is not a really a main eventer, but like you could, there's a story there. Um, yeah, I mean, and then just, just about the fight, and I'm gutted for Chris. Uh, Chris is such a good guy. Um, and it sucks because he, he, he quit his job that has a salary, right? Yep. To go fight. Yep. You do, you just you can't go back to be a police officer. Like you have to go no. back through the, the, the academy, right? So like yep. it's just like, you know, and then you know, you could say he, he can go to PFL, but like is, is PFL gonna sign someone coming off four straight knockout losses? You know, so it's like fuck, it's just like and he looked okay, right? It's just he was going against a guy that hits like a truck. So it's like it's just I, I'm so gutted for Chris, man. Like it sucks. It, it just sucks. It does. Marcel, any thoughts on the fight? Yeah, by the way, Gidu, round three, Krilov, co main event. I don't need to see him in the main event yet, to be honest. He wants a five uh, round fight. Like, I don't. Yeah, uh, I, I, I want to have $2 million uh, in my bank account, Adam. So, I mean, uh, I mean <laughs> yeah, he wants. It's not what he wants, it's what he deserves. He, he can get a co main event next, in my opinion. Um, but that's my opinion. You can guys can think different. Um, 
yeah, good fight for round three. Of course, you know, he got the stoppage win again. You know, he looked good. And I think, like Alex says, Chris didn't look bad until he got he, he got punched and, and it was over, you know. And, um, yeah, I mean, that sucks for Chris, man. And I, I hope, honestly, he gets another fight, another fight. But I'm, I don't think he will, you know. But, um, yeah, it, it sucks for knockout losses back-to-back after each other. But he fought good competition, you know. So, I mean, there are, I think there are worse light heavyweights in the UFC than Chris Dawkins. But, I mean, yeah, bad luck. And uh, for round three, yeah, like I said, Krilov cool main event. If you guys want to have a main event, I'm good with it. But I don't need to see a main event. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I'm just looking at the comments. Like, I, I, I don't agree with you, actually. Sorry, when I said that. I, I think he deserves it, but... I'm just looking at the comments right now, and like people are saying, like Rakic would be one. That's an interesting fight. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I with having rankings, who, who enters with Chris dropping out? Ooh, I don't know. Parker Porter's <laughs> Parker finally get number fifty beside him. I don't know. Probably not. Chris Barnett, bro. A beast boy. Put beast boy in. Anyways, uh, that's good for that one. Let's go to the next fight here. Boudet. Yeah, Boudet maybe. He's got five straight wins. You never know. Boudet. Um <laughs> Although he says he doesn't want to rank opponents, so I don't know. Anyways, uh, Yasmin Lucindo, another credible performance by her, defeating Pollyanna Vienna, second round arm triangle. I mean, this girl's good. She's 21, guys. She's so good. Like That fight with Yasmin was super close, and then obviously the last two fights just dominated her opponents. I really like her, guys. She's well-rounded. She's a good striker. She has a really good ground game. Like I think the sky's the limit for her. There's no reason why she can't be fighting for the belt one day. She's 21 years old. She has, like, how many MMA fights? Let me count it. She has... A lot. She has right. 20 fights and she's 21. That's fucking insane. She's been fighting since she's like 14 years old. Like, what are they doing these kids in Brazil? They're like, you're getting in a cage, you're fighting. Like, when I was 14, guys, I was like fucking like, I don't know. I was probably just like playing video games or like jerking off or something. Probably like, I mean, I, I mean, I'm still doing that, but like, let's be honest, you know. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm just saying like, that's crazy though. Like, that this girl is so young and has so much experience. You, you um, know I'm going to clip this, dude. I know you're going to clip it. Don't, don't, don't clip this. Someone's going to clip it. It's okay. I'm making people laugh, man. That's my gift, dude. So I, I knew you guys would laugh at that one. Get the, get the crowd going here. Bro, because, uh, we're, us three are we, me and ourselves laughing. We're, we're the same fucking way, bro. Jacking off and playing video games, bro. Come on. <laughs> it's true, though, right? Like, I would never think about, like, I wasn't thinking about fighting. I was playing a like, sport, bro. I was playing, like, not combat sports. <laughs> But uh, yeah, look, look at the comments. The comments are so funny, man. You guys are so funny, man. Um, don't clip it, though, Marcel. Unless someone's gonna clip it. You know? yeah, <laughs> what do you think of Gasmino, though, guys? Uh, Marcel, I'll start with you. Yeah, well, I didn't jerk off during the fight, but uh, I mean, it was. I mean, Poliana started not bad, to be honest. You know, she she got the takedown. I thought she did well, and then the referee broke it up. There's apparently a new rule that they can break it up earlier or whatever. Yes, and yes. that that's that sucked for Via for Poliana because after that it was all Yasmin. She took her also down, and she beat her up a little bit until the round uh, ended. The second round she got an arm triangle choke. Man, Yasmin's really good. You know, I I'd love to see her against Denise Gomez. Maybe that's weird because she lost to Yasmin Horegi and Gomez one actually but the UFC loves these triangles you know and many times the triangle one loses against the other and the other one wins against the other so I mean that would have been a fun fight I think you know so um yeah why not and two Brazilians again put it on the Sao Paulo card I would say um yeah sure why not okay Alex I think he's taking a little break he has to take a phone call um has <laughs> to take a jerk he's going to jerk off <laughs> This podcast is so funny, guys. Yeah. It's like, 
Like I got so much shit going on in my life, and then Monday nights are just like the best. I love it. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think we're good with this fight, right? Um, yeah. That was next quick. fight. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Oh, there he is. Right, that was quick, Alex. Jesus Christ, man. You know. Um. Uh, so I was gonna say. Um... <laughs> That's funny. That's fucking funny. That's um, fast, bro. I feel like uh, Pollyanna has like such bad jujitsu defense, bro. Like she's 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 very she has really good jujitsu, but fucking bad defense, man. And she she can she can get tapped. That's fucking funny. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm like dying, guys. This is too fucking funny. Man. Oh, you guys are so funny. We're all such fucking assholes. <laughs> we have we have a we have a humor of a fourteen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Alex, keep keep talking, man. Sorry, dude. Um, oh no, yeah, no, I, oh, man, but yeah. Maybe if Pollyanna was able to uh, walk out with her anime cosplay, maybe she would have won. Um, but. Yeah, maybe. I, I, maybe. I mean, yeah. Anyways, I'm sorry. I'm just like, we've got it off the track. It's totally my fault, too. This is all my fault. I'm so sorry, guys. Anyways, I think we all agree. Pollyanna is really hot. She lost the fight, though. There we go. She should be possible. It's all, it's all your fault, and we're still not at your drinkable content, which is coming up soon. <laughs> I like this one, too. Right before Anne Marie. We haven't even talked about Jacqueline yet, man. Uh, oh, yeah. Best, best journalist of 2023. Yeah, I know, right? Give it to Alex, man. Alex, the, the premature Alex. <laughs> Anyways, um, this next fight. Um, I'm, I'm, next right. time, Alex breaks a fight. I do first before the premature Alex. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't really want to talk about this next fight. It was so boring. AJ Thompson just like grinded out the Fonchuki. I mean, this fight sucked. Um, yeah, I will say boring. this, though. I made, I made a mistake before the fight uh, during the breakdown last week. So I was like, AJ's not going to listen to his corner, but he switched camps, and I should have known that. So that was kind of my fault. But like, at the same time, the guy hadn't impressed me. Chukwe, though, I'll tell you right now, when he missed weight, Alex, you were there. He looked like like he didn't look good on the scale, and I was like, oh man, this is not a good spot. So I didn't bet on the fight, but like, I kind of had a feeling he might lose it. And he ended up losing a decision. So like, is there anything you guys even want to say about this fight? I think Chukwe gets cut. Yeah, and Chukwe. I just did. Yeah. No, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Taurus. No, talk. I was just, I was just like, I just don't know why he went back down to middleweight. Like he's too, he's too, he's too big for middleweight. His last, his his previous cuts, he told me like he was on death's door cutting cutting down to middleweight. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I know he took a year off. He could have met with the PI to like do it, but like, I mean, he looked fucking yoked. Like he, like he was in good shape, but like it's just, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it definitely. Did not do anything good for his performance, and it's it just the fight sucked. That's it. Yeah, it was terrible. Is there anything you want to see more solar? No. Yeah, and Chuck Creek, I, I don't know, you're probably not familiar with the dude, but and Chuck Creek remind me with the bolt at uh, Clarence Seedorf, which is a very famous guy. Um, but it's a it's for you guys, soccer player, football player over here. But um, yeah, I feel like, man. Also, what made the UFC decide to first on the main card was supposed to be Josh Parisi Boudet. Not that I thought that would be great, but you had also like Mike Breeden against Venada, and I went Mike Breeden, Terrence McKinney. That was the first on the main card. They switched it with Tafan AJ and Fremd against Pickett. I was like, why I have these no choices? fucking idea. It's the, it is the most baffling 
why in the fuck would they even yeah, but, consider consider putting them on the on the main card? Yeah, but but also um, uh, during the main during the main card, they uploaded Dana White looking for a fight on YouTube. You know, and I saw that when the card was over, I was like, why they uploaded it now? And it wasn't Boston. And then you see on the end of the episode, he invites two guys to the fucking contender series, which is already reported by you, Alex, by the way, one of the two, you know. And I was like, what the hell? Why you cannot, when that was uh, uh, filmed in March, fucking put that out two weeks later? No, they're going to wait till Boston. Uh, they come to Boston and everybody knows already who they signed or whatever. It's, it's so stupid. You know, I, I don't know these decisions. I, I, I would love... I would love to see like uh, somebody have a cam, put it in the fly, and fly to Dana's office and see how these decisions get made. Not that I want to see the info, but I want to see how these decisions get made. You know, because sometimes I really can't follow it. No, no, no. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah, there's not much to say about that first fight. The fight sucked. Like it was terrible. Um, Fremd also missed weight. Fremd, you think he's like? Uh, you were there, Alex. Like he's he's like hoping he gets resigned. He probably will, right? Like I'd imagine. Maybe not though, eh? I mean, it's contender series season, bro. Like, yeah, he might not. They're gonna, yeah, they're gonna cut people. They're gonna yeah. cut people. He's two and two. Well, Jamie Pick is getting his ass cut. He's two and six, yeah. so he's getting no. Cut. Yeah, no, no. I mean, Josh Frem, he's two and two. Yeah. Uh, got you know two and two. His missed weight in the last fight, and then his last fight was boring. So like, yeah. No. He might get one more another deal, but like, I, I don't imagine he get much money either. Like, they might offer him what twenty and twenty. Maybe but, he's not sticking a main card again. That's for sure. I don't know why they put him on the main card. That's by weird. the way, guys, wouldn't you be uh, very sad if they cut the first ever Cameroonian fighter in the UFC? <laughs> yeah, that was uh, so, bizarre. Funny, funny enough, I actually asked the UFC this, and they told me today it was actually it was actually a screw up. Like it, it was it was a it was a screw up. Okay. okay. Um and and but the, the, yeah, it, it actually it wasn't it wasn't malicious. It wasn't anything. Okay. It was just they yeah. It was just a screw up. Fair enough. Um, all right, let's get to the prelims now. My guy, uh, the maniac Marcus McGee, another great f- performance by him. Two and in the UFC. This this guy looks he looks like he's about forty years old, but he's thirty three. Looks like he's about forty three, but he fights like he's twenty three. You know, it's crazy, right? Like this guy is just very very bizarre. But man, what a fighter! Like two straight wins now. He obviously chinned JP here. JP Bays has just got no chin. I mean, this was the easiest pick on the card for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I like this guy. I hope they could turn him around quick too. Put him on. Honestly, I, I say uh, let me see his last fight. Yeah, he's been in the in the apex for both fights. I say give him a fight on a on a card in front of the fans. What do you guys think about that? That went one thousand percent. I funny enough, I actually <clears throat> I put a couple bets on on JP because JP has good wrestling and Marcus yeah. is own Marcus mm-hmm. has bad takedown defense. And I thought yeah. if JP were able to take down Marcus, that's his perfect path to victory. But you have to take him down in order to do JP that. only shot one takedown this fight. Like he, yeah. he it's like he was like willing to stay in trade for some reason. Yeah, anything the same. It, which I mean, was dumb. Yeah. You talk about guys getting caught. JP Bays is getting caught. He's lost I, four straight. I, I feel super bad for JP because he's such a good dude, and <laughs> yeah. you know. But yeah, he's he's not gonna get another fight. I he's think, not UFC you know. caliber. He's just not. You know, not everyone can be in the UFC. Not everyone's a UFC fighter. I mean, that's just the truth. Right. Where does he end up going? Though, like. Bellator, I mean, Bellator is dead. Like, does he go to PFL? I don't know. Like, maybe he goes back to. Uh, like I mean, UFC, he's UFC very Africa? close. He's very close with with Ray Sefo, so he'll probably go to PFL. But like, right, right, right. That makes. But sense. where is he going to fight? Like, if they don't do a bantamweight division, is he going to fight at featherweight? I guess he could fight for LFA again. But I'm like, look, looking at his resume, I mean, he fought a lot of fights in EFC Africa. I, I don't know. I guess he lives in but Vegas he, now. He, he moved to won't. Vegas. Yeah, right? he's in Vegas now. So yeah. 
Yes, PFL or LFA. I mean, LFA might – maybe he does go to LFA. You know, maybe the UFC will give him another shot. I don't know, man. He just doesn't have the chin. He doesn't have a defense, you know. So, yeah. Um, should they push up Marcus up the ring? I think so. I mean, I think they should fast track him. I really like this guy, man. He's, he's funny. He's, he's a good fighter. I really like him. Poor JP, a must win. Guess who's back? Cheyenne and Roman had their baby. Did they have a baby? Really? Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. I don't think Roman's the dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. my. We'll see who it is. Base, hey, what's up, Kevin? This is uh, MMA injury. Uh, base coming off ruptured hamstring and surgery sucks for him. Dude, I mean, that's the least of this guy's worries. I mean, the guy was married and another guy stole, stole his girl. Like, I mean, it's been a hard two years for this dude. So, mm-hmm. look at this. Mish Tate and Cheyenne got pregnant by their other dudes very often trying to bring up their long-term boyfriend. That's just, that's life, man, unfortunately. I feel bad for those guys, though. I mean, uh, what's his name? Brian Carraway was with Misha Tate for years, and then she left him for that Johnny Nunez guy, and, and immediately they had a kid. So, but who knows? Maybe, maybe what's his name? Brian didn't want to have kids. Who knows, right? Yeah, it just, this card had J.B. Faze and Chris Dawkins, like, Two two really 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 nice good guys. Really good dudes, yeah. but they're gonna get caught though. Yeah, one thousand percent. Uh, speaking of Tayshi, generally fighting Rousey. I mean, that's Alex has heard this. I think he's talked about this in the talked about it a month ago. That's what you've heard, eh, Alex? Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that's probably UFC three hundred guys. That's the rumor. Um, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna just, put yeah, the biggest. It's just, it just it's just it's all speculation at this point. It's it's it's, it's rumors. Yeah, but they're gonna put they're gonna stack the deck in that card. Like I I think they're gonna go all out for it. So. Um, go through the rest of the premiums here. Uh, T Rex gets to knock it over Mike Breeden. I mean, Mike, talk about guys getting caught. Mike Breeden's not, he's not getting another UFC fight. There's no way. Um, I don't know why he even got signed in the first place, but yeah, good for McKinney. But like, guys, if he had lost this fight, like, it'd be like, what is wrong with this guy? But again, so dangerous around one. All four of his UFC wins come in the first round. It was a great performance by Terrence, but again, we, we, did we learn anything from it? No, we already knew he was good, dangerous in the first couple of minutes. Like, we didn't learn anything from this fight. It was just an easy fight for him. It was like a free payday, basically. It was a, literally a free payday. Didn't get a bonus, but like, I wouldn't have either because the fight was so favorable to him, honestly. Very you know, I love Terrence. Win. Don't get me wrong. Sorry, Marcel? Very necessary win for him, you know? He so. did, I mean, he saved his job. The loser was getting cut in this fight. This whole car was like full of. Yeah, that, like, pretty much all fights almost, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, we're talking about, okay, so, so far, I think we've we've agreed that. You you guys think Dawkins gets cut, or do you think he gets one more? What do you guys think? It could give more? him one more. Could give him one more. Like, you know, they gave Vandera a, a bunch of fucking, yeah. you know. Maybe that like, guy like, won't need- say, but that Alexa, was heavyweight, right? This is Alexa came came or whatever they, that guy that lost to Bozer last week. They could do that like, fight, maybe. I mean, just do Tanner Bozer versus Chris Dawkins. Or Tanner Bozer, yeah. Yeah. You know what? Know. He might get one more at two hundred five. Okay, I, I I don't think yeah. he's like necessary a lock to get to get it cut. But I definitely think Chuku's getting cut. Who's another? Straight. Who's another black light heavyweight? That, that Wait, yeah, I was like, yeah. Oh my god! Okay, I saw the meme. I did see the meme. So yeah, I mean, who's? Yeah. You, I don't know what to say. It. I saw I the who's other black, it, you did. like who's who, who's another black flag heavyweight that they can match up. Oh my god! Oh, um, Alonso Manifield. <laughs> no, man, they're not doing that fight. Manifield's <laughs> in the first go. round. Who did Manifield beat? Tim Crew? Could they do that fight? Chris Dawkins, Kennedy, Kennedy, Manifield. Uh, Kennedy just got knocked knocked out too, right? Actually, you know what? That fight makes sense, doesn't it? You know what? Actually, the more I think about it, guys, they're going to give him one more fight. They're going to because it's like heavyweight, you know. So. Yeah. We'll give him one more. I mean, there's there's like, OSP, OSP. There's got to be something oh, that can be. Yeah, like, there you can, go. OSP. Yeah, yeah. OSP is a fight you can win too, right? Like, 
There's yeah. there's guys in the, I'm just looking at the roster right now. Like he could fight like an Eeyore Pateria, Zach Kaluga. Like there are guys like no, that he's, are he's not fighting an, he's fighting another black guy, okay? Like it's just, Alex, it's just, it's just enough. It's... We got it. <laughs> yeah, that's just what it is. Yeah, yeah. That's what All it right. is. We'll go to the next fight here, guys. Uh I think Dalgarian picked him last week, guys, as the underdog, Marcel. I told you I liked what I saw, man. He looked fucking great. Like, I love the tape on this guy. He looked amazing. And it was a bit of a risk because he's never been out of the first round, but he didn't need to. He got the finish. 10 seconds, 12 seconds before the first round finished. I will say this. I I was hoping to get a bonus because, man, I heard him say after. Like, he lives in an RV in the uh, parking lot at Factory X. So this guy is not someone that has a lot of money. It's also a guy that got completely fucked over by the Nelk boys. He was supposed to get his contract with them, and they fucked him over, and they gave it to Mike Mallott instead. And I love Mike. And I don't. it's not Mike's fault he got the contract, but, like, this dude earned it, and they fucked him over. Like, I, was it James Lynch, I think, they interviewed him, right, Marcel? Yeah. And he yeah. talked about it and, like, went in depth how, like, they you know, had multiple Zoom meetings with him and canceled on him, and he got fucked over. I really like this guy. He's a good fighter, man. There's a reason he got signed in the first place, at, you know, 5-0. and So he's 6-0 and now with all finishes coming first round TKO, I believe, or, or finish. Like, I like this kid. I'm not saying beating Francis Marshall is, like, a massive win because Francis Marshall is not great. He's one and two in the UFC. But, like, he was an underdog. He wasn't supposed to when he did. So, Marshall, what did you it? Pardon? I mean, the way he did it was Yeah, it was impressive, impressive right? Um, he should have got a bonus. He should have, yeah, Marshall. The, yeah. the funny thing is, like, Adam was very, uh, very sure on Dilgarian last week. I was like, I'm still going with Marshall. But remember, right before the fight, I told, I said to you in the Discord chat, the James's Discord chat, I feel like I picked the wrong guy. I should have picked Dolgarian here. You know, I had the feeling. I, he did, he was very good. I think he had a real good game plan. Uh, when he took him down, fight was pretty much over, man. You know, and uh, he uh, he finished him. He looked super good in his debut. Debut took some time before he debuted it. I think he got signed last year already. I think uh, somewhere in August or September. Uh, was actually supposed to debut in January against Dan Argeta, but it didn't happen. But yeah, good debut, man. I, I'd love to see more of his. He's still undefeated, and uh, yeah, he looked very good. Great prospect. Yeah, no, he should have yeah. got What do you think, Alex? Uh, so I had a lot of questions about Isaac coming into the fight, just because he fought a bunch of Seven Eleven employees coming <laughs> coming up the coming up the um, re- regionals. But the thing about that is, like, if you are gonna fight a bunch of cans on the regional scene, them. make them make yeah. them look like cans. Yeah. And he did it in the first round. So it's like, what's he gonna do with a step up in competition? And dude, I think be, finishing Francis Marshall is all I need to see, bro. He's yep. he's he's legit. He's legit. Yep. Um, yep. And, and his wrestling is really legit, man. So it's like, super good. If you're, yeah, if you if you're a striker and you're fighting Isaac Dolgarian, yep. you're like fuck. And here's the other thing: like everyone was kind of assuming that his card would would be bad because he hadn't been on the first. But again, he trains at Factory X. He's training in Denver at Elevation, and he's a, a lifelong wrestler. He's been wrestling since he was like eight years old. He said so. You'd imagine his gas tank would be decent, especially like I said, training in Denver. I'm, I, I think this guy's good. I, I'm looking forward to seeing who he gets matched up with, and I, I'd like to bet on him again. You know, uh, I did bet him on this fight. I put a small bet on him. That's glad I did. Um, the odds went way down on fight day. I don't know if you guys saw like a bunch of sharp money came on him late. He went from like plus one fifty to plus one twenty at close. So a lot of sharp money came on him at the end, and, and obviously he got the win. He looked good, man. I don't know who they're going to match up with next, but. I would say he gets one more fight before the end of the year, right? I would, th- I would think that would make sense. Hopefully, and you know, he went from Glory MMA to Factory X, like yes. so, two really, really, really good camps, man. Yep. I, I think he has a high ceiling, man. Right? Really, yeah. he's, he's. Uh, um, I was very impressed with him. Yeah, I like, I like him too. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. We had uh, Martin Budai gets his first finish in the UFC, submits Josh Prezian with the Kimura. I'm thinking this could be it, uh, probably it for Josh Prezian in the UFC. I know he's heavyweight, but like he just hasn't looked very good. Even the one. 
finish he had, he was getting destroyed in that fight and they came back, right? Um, yeah, Budai, like, listen, he's not amazing, but he is 4-0 now in the UFC, um, and it, plus the Contender Series win. And, you know, this was a, this is his first finish. He needed to finish like this. I think if he just, like, did a front, like a fence-pressing thing again, like, it wouldn't have did much for him. But, like, getting a finish is a good thing for him. So, yeah, I thought he looked great. I mean, striking looked great in this fight. He was lighting up Josh Parisian. Josh Parisian looked horrible in this fight, too. Just get, you know, using his face as a as a uh, as a punching bag to block punches, and and Budai just took advantage and got into the, once he got into the ground, the fight was pretty much over really quick, very quick. Kamura didn't get a bonus for it, but you know, there was a lot of finishes on this card, so not surprised there. But yeah, uh, any quick thoughts on on Budai? Um, I think Josh Parisian is going to get one more fight. They'll probably match him up with with, with Chris Barnett. Um, Josh Parisian, yeah, yeah. Um. And I'm more than confident that Walt Harris would have knocked out Josh Parisian 1,000%. I think so, too. I mean, Walt's a guy that hasn't fought. He hasn't fought in a while, right, since his, uh, his daughter died? Has he fought once? He fought after that once against Overeem, I think. That's right. Yeah. He, he might have had one more fight. It was, I, but, it was Overeem and, and Volkov. But when was yeah. the last fight? Was it like three years ago? It's been a while, right? It's like 2021. Okay, so he hasn't fought in two and a half years. Yeah. Oh, he fought Tibura, too. I forgot about that shit. Yeah, he just doesn't fight that often. He pulls out a lot of fights, but he's had so much personal trauma, so you understand it. Beast Boy's coming off of a win, actually. Beast Boy beat uh, Jay Collier in his last fight. I forgot about that. It was a Mm -hmm. year ago. He hasn't fought in a year. Anyways, yeah, anything you want to say quickly, Marcel, about your boy Budai? Yeah, a friend of mine uh, texted me. He was was like, is this the time you're taking a shit? I was like, (laughs) no, I'm actually watching. Um, Yeah, finally a a, a finish for Budai, right? So, yeah, good for him. and it's a it's a fight. If you want to go further in the top fifteen, you should finish. You know, I think. Yeah. And um, let's see what's next for him. I don't know, man. The whole heavyweight. I think they should they should start uh, with heavyweight uh, three rounds, one and a half minute a round. You know, and stop the five rounds for heavyweight fight. Only uh, only people who are in the top ten. We do three times five, you know, and uh, for people under the top ten, we do three times one and a half minute. Keep it a little bit more interesting, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah. yeah, this was a good finish. Good for him. And, uh, yeah, let's see what's next for him. Let's see if he can uh, if he can also compete with uh, with the guys in the top 15. Really, uh, really look forward to it, if that's possible. Yeah. Uh, and then next up, we had our girl Jacqueline uh, Emerim gets a great finish over Montserrat Ruiz. And I called it last week on the podcast, Marcel. TKO plus eight hundred. What's up? I, I know. I thought that the, your table came up, but uh, okay. <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> yeah, Jacqueline is one of my one of my favorites. I'll just say that Man, she she is. Uh, yeah, she's a smoke show, and she could fight too. Like obviously, it's crazy, right? Like she had that adrenaline dump in her debut. Her cardio looked so bad, and it looked fine in this fight. Like she didn't really get tired at all. Eighty six to six in strikes, four submission attempts, and then. Ground and pound finish. I like the girl, man. I think she's good. I think she could have got a bonus too, to be honest with you. It was like a dominant performance, man. Um, yeah, I mean, Marcel, I know I know you liked like how she looked, right? Yeah, she looked great, you know, and I mean fighting wise, um, this time. Um, I mean, first round, dude, she that was a complete 10-8 round. It was even close to 10. I wouldn't say 10-7, but 10-8 for sure. I think one judge gave a 10-9. That's crazy to me. Um, second round. She almost stopped her with strikes, and I remember that Chris only stopped it. That she was looking at him like, 
what the hell? Yeah. You still didn't stop. The fight it. should have been stopped at yeah. that point. Yeah, and that, but Montserrat's super tough. You know, He's she tough. didn't want to give up. And uh, yeah, good win for uh, Amarima. Great uh, yeah. second showing this time. At first showing was only good the first round, you know, and then she gasped. But this time she did very well. And uh, yeah, happy for her, man. She's she's yeah. fun to watch. She has very good BJJ. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, I like her a lot. Oh, I just wanted to quickly chime in. I forgot to mention this. Uh, Tony Weeks that was the judge. He's also like an MMA or a boxing judge. And a referee, I think, and two 10 9 rounds. Like, come on, dude. Like, this isn't 2001 when we first <laughs> heard about 10 8 rounds. Like, the other two judges both had 10 8 in the first two rounds. Mm -hmm. It was, they were both clear 10 8 rounds. Like, let me just read the stats quickly and I'll let Alex talk. Dude, 30 to 1 in significant strikes in the first round with over four minutes of control. I mean, come on, that's 10 8. And then second round, 43 to 2 with four minutes of control. These are 10 8 rounds. These are textbook 10 8 rounds. You can, the stats show it, the eye test showed it. That's crazy. Anyways, um, I'll, I'll honestly, I I feel like they're closer to ten seven than they are ten. It, it could have been. Honestly, yeah. you know what? I think you're right. <laughs> you know, you're not like, wrong. I, I think you could have argued a ten seven. Like it's possible. Like it was dominant. I do. Yeah. I, I do want to give uh, Montserrat some some props. Just yeah. like she showed off her defense. Like I think Amarine would have tapped ninety. Seven percent of, of growth, man. Like that, she had, she had some really good submissions, and yep. it's, it's just uh, Montreal just showed off her submission defense. Yeah, um, and it was a long layoff. Montreal was coming off a really nasty knee injury, and uh, to be honest, like she's an atom weight. Like she would do really good in an atom weight. She's dude, she's five foot, and she weighed like one thirteen. So like, yeah, um, it's all know, it, it's it's just a shame there's no Adam Wayne division, but uh, yeah, I mean, I was super impressed with Amarine. Dude. Honestly, like I'm, I'm she's why they don't bring in 105. Like, I, why not at this point? Like, 145 is dead. Let's be honest. Like, I'd rather see the 105ers. Like, stubborn. They're being stubborn. It's stupid. Like, that would probably be. I mean, maybe. Do you think she gets another fight? Or do you think it would only be if they brought in 105 for this girl? She'll get another fight. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she did beat Cheyenne in her debut, I guess, but it wasn't very exciting either. The it best be most exciting thing was when she was like, right. "I'll follow you home, bitch." Remember that? That was so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyways, uh, two other fights here quickly. We'll go through them. Uh, Devon Blackshear. I mean, is it submission of the year? It might be. Gets a twister over Jose Johnson. You just don't see this in the UFC. Third one of all time. First one, Korean Zombie. Then you had Bryce Mitchell, and then obviously Blackshear gets a bonus. I mean, he was a shoe in. Even with all these finishes, I was like confident he was going to get the bonus because of the twister. He looked incredible, guys. Like this guy's really improved quickly. Like it's crazy, right? Comes in UFC. I'm pretty sure his fight, first fight against Zalal, short notice, ends up getting a draw in that fight. And then you're like, okay, maybe there's something here. Has a close fight with Farid, who's a great prospect. Loses 29-28, then knocks out Luan Lacerda ground and pound in June, and then immediately he gets another fight booked, and then and then submits Jose Jose Johnson. This guy looks good to me. I, I I really like him. I'm high on him. Great wrestling. It plays at the UFC level. I think he's really good. I think he could be top 15. I don't know what you guys think about him, but I, I really like this guy. What do you think, man? I don't know if top 15 yet. Um, Not yet, but eventually, Alex, you know? The yeah, yeah, but, but for sure, for sure. I, I, I could possibly see that. Just the bantamweight is so fucking so deep, bro. It's so deep. It's the best division <laughs> in MMA. Like, there's no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, his last two wins have come from a he, – he switched camps, so obviously – he whatever was happening over at Jackson Wink was not 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 helping him. But uh, I mean, I think they run back Cameron Simon. Um, Great fight. And I I, I was picking Demond Blackshear. I would pick Demond you know. honestly because of yeah. wrestling. It's just so dominant. Yeah. And like, what's his name? Cameron. I think struggled a little bit with that Stephen Coslow guy, right? His debut on the ground. Um, I think he would have beat Brady Hydestan, and, and and I think he yep. beats Cameron Simon. What, what gym is he at then? What do you know? Um, 
Jackson Wink. Uh, I thought no, you said it's not Jackson Wink. Anymore? No, no, not anymore? no. It, it, it's, it's okay. Important. I found it. I, it's I, called the I, I think it's Institute Fusion. of Human Performance. That's what it's called. Institute of Human Performance. I believe that's what mm-hmm. it is. So he's got all these yeah. pictures and stuff from there. Yeah, it's like all might all, be, might be, what? might be cross training with uh, Fusion, but I'm not sure. He probably is. I mean, a lot of those gyms are interlocked, right? But yeah, it looks like that's the gym. It looks like he's their star prospect. The guy's good, man. He's a good fighter. All right, last fight. Um, and a good one. A great one to start the card off. Luana Santos, Marcel's new favorite. Um, bring up, Get the tissues, Marcel, for this one. Uh, she just destroys Juliana Miller. Standing TKO in her debut. I mean, Juliana Miller. By the way, Alex, you, you, were, you were at the weigh-ins, right? For, on uh, Friday? Looked, she, looked, she, looked, she looked fucking awful. Bro, what the awful. fuck was that? Like, as soon as I saw that, awful. I felt really good about my pick. I was like, okay. Because remember, yeah. I picked Santos. So did you, Marcel. We both really liked her. Um, in this fight, and and then when I saw the weigh, and I was like, wow, this girl looks like fucking hell. Like, I don't know, is she cutting too much weight? Is that what's happening here? Like, is she? Because she doesn't look like that strong. Like, I don't really understand. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And the thing is, is she got finished by Santos, and I don't think Santos is UFC caliber. Like, that's like that's no. the that's that's the bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just I don't know, bro. It just shows how shitty tough tough. 30 was terrible like, season. Like there's no one that yeah. panned out from that, that season. Like I do like the Caitlin Neal girl. She's also pretty, you talk about good looking. Like she's like a swimsuit model. Now I liked her. I thought she was decent. And then I thought Juliana looked good, but like since the show's ended, that's it. Like, and no one else really to me has stood up from that show. So it was kind of a waste of a season in a way. Like they didn't find anyone that was good from that, from that season. The, Crazy. The, pro- right? yeah. the problem is with the ultimate fighter. And you see it now as well, man. They only let the guys who actually got in the fi- final, finale on on the ufc cards you know because they have the contender series and actually the guys they're really high on they put them on the contender series and the others is pretty much that listen man when the ultimate fighter started there was no contender series so like the real talent was in the, the ultimate fighter when they yeah. when they got or they they signed them <laughs> immediately oh my now god you got you, like yeah you want to hear something funny so i'm look i'm literally looking at the the bracket from that season Sadly enough, Juliana is probably the best fighter from the season, and it just was so bad, right? So, like, I guess you could say she is, but like, even the men's side was horrible. And like, literally, guys, the best fighter that emerged from the season was Muhammad Usman. And that's pretty sad to say because he's not very good. Jordan Hireman's gonna fight for a million dollars if he I beats, saw that. If, if he if he wins, if he beats whoever the fuck he's fighting. I mean, Jordan, uh, yeah, he's, he's got some potential, I guess. Like maybe maybe the UFC should have brought him in, but he lost by knockout. They can't sign everyone, right? But yeah, I mean, yeah. it just shows you how crazy PFL is. He's got as like, Impa, he gets cut now. He's gonna probably win a million bucks too. So pretty wild. But yeah, that season of Ultimate Fire was just absolute hot hot garbage. Um, yeah, yeah, this it was is so funny. Then, yeah, <laughs> two windmills. <laughs> Dude, I mean, anyway, it's getting back to her though, like just terrible. And yeah, Luana, she says he's a she's a dime. Marcel's new favorite. Um, I Luana Santos is pretty good. Like, I mean, sixty three strikes landed, guys, in three minutes, basically. That's crazy. Like, and she didn't look tired at all. Like, she looks like he, she could do it for three rounds. And again, she's a grappler, so like we had no idea for striking was any good. It looked pretty. Good. It didn't look amazing. But it looked pretty good. I just think I just think Miller's just bad. She's just really yeah. bad. Does she get one more fight, guys? She's one and two in the UFC. Does she get that fourth? Maybe fighter? a final fight on a contract, likely. They, they don't cut the women that quick normally. Yeah. I mean, look for example, no disrespect, or look at Ashley Yoder. You know. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, look I have no problem with it. But it's like, who do they match? Because remember, Veronica Hardy was the, the lowest ranked fighter because she was, I think, yeah. one in three, right, or something, and they gave her her, and she got dominated. They match her up with. They'll match her up with someone coming off this season of Contender Series. You know what I'm saying? Like most likely, yeah. Because I'm looking right now, and it's just like um, 
So she's one and two. Like, oh, that Gabriela Fernandez girl's zero and two. She could they could do that fight. That would be a good one, I guess. Uh, maybe that Ivana Petrovic. She lost her fight. She didn't look that good. That's maybe actually. Her. I think they do that one. Yeah. Or I, I don't know if Victoria Leonardo is still in the roster. They could do that fight if they want to save her career and get her a desperate win. They could do that. That's one twenty five, right? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that yeah, where? Yeah. That's where. No, no, she. she yeah. is, is, isn't she a strawweight? No, no, she's a flyweight. Oh, yeah, yeah. A flyweight. So yeah, those are some options. Anyways, like yeah, I'm not too excited about watching yeah. this fight. Anyways, yeah. uh, you know what? I know somebody, Molly McCann. Maybe. Hey, that's not a bad. That's not a bad. Uh, not a bad idea. I just like how bad has she fallen off? Like you know, like she looked good on the show, then she mm-hmm. beat the shit out of Brogan Walker, and then just went. Ooh. I just, I just don't know. Like she just fell off. Yeah, for sure. Um. Anyways, I think that's it for the card. Like out of like ten, I would give it like I don't know. The prelims were so good, but the main card kind of dragged on. Maybe like a seven, I guess. What do you guys think out of ten? Yeah. The UFC pulled the Bellator, where they had fire prelims and a shit main card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, I agree with uh, Mar- Marcus. He, he's he's right. yeah, true. Yeah, he's a, Marcus is awake. Good one, Marcus. Yeah. Marcus By the way, let's, go, let's go through some questions because we got a lot. I see. Well, I mean, I still want to. I still want to do contender though, and I want to do okay. Bellator. So I don't know. We we got to get through it. There's a lot of questions, guys, but there's just so much to talk about. I, I say we do contender next. We recap that quickly. Um, so we'll switch over to that. Switch gears. All right, All right. contender series. Uh, yeah, Alex, you were there for this too, or? Mm-hmm. You're there every week, yep. man. Love, love it. You're you're yes. a power slap too, uh, aren't you? Listen, man. Oh, yeah. If they if they do in the apex even an opening of an envelope, Alex will be there. So I mean, <laughs> Alex, you go to contender. You go to contender series Wayne's too, or or no? Yep, yep, okay. yep, Where, where's yep, that held? All, yep. Where's that held? The 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 palace station. Okay, cool. All right, let's get to contender series from last week. Um, Cesar, all, all five fighters got contracts. Honestly, Dana was like raving about this card after, and I was kind of surprised. Like, I didn't think it was. I don't think it was that good of a card. Honestly, like I watched all the fights. There was a couple of good fights, but like. I don't, I wasn't super impressed with, with some of these fighters. Let's just go through it quickly, guys. We had Cesar Almeida defeating Lucas Fernando. I, I think he had a good performance. I mean, he's 35, right? He's old. But, like, for a guy that had, you know, only three MMA fights, for him to go in there and show off this kind of takedown defense and, and grappling skill was incredibly impressive. And, obviously, his striking is good. A guy who's fought Alex Pereira three times. I, I had no problem with him getting signed. Any quick thoughts from you guys? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, hap- I'm happy he got – the contract, because um, I thought Lucas was going to take him down and, and hold him there. Yeah. Um, so it just shows that him being an extreme couture, fighting with the elite middleweights. Um, Chris Curry, Sean Strickland. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Because I was there and he was getting wrestle fucked, bro. Like, that's yeah. that's why I was like, I was like, oh, man, like he's in trouble. But, man, he he showed up. I mean, he's 35, but I mean, Alex was what? Alex Burr was like 33 when he got signed. And he, I mean, Caesars had a lot of kickboxing matches. I mean, Dana said he's going to throw him in. He's going to throw him in the top fifteen or give him a big fight because, you know, age isn't on his side. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm happy he got signed. Oh, you Mar- anything, Marcel? Yeah, I'm. I'm with you guys. I expected uh, uh, Fernando to to take yeah. him down and control him there. You know, because it's like he's coming from a kickboxing background, and. Yes, man, he had some good knockouts in MMA, but he fought like uh, like three genders pretty much, you know? So yeah. I was like, what can we expect? But he looked good, and I think actually yeah. his ground game looked pretty good as looked well. Really good. So, looked really yeah, good. 
I was really, I was kind of surprised with that, but I'm happy for him. You know, he's another guy who uh, who, who won't fall in glory before, who has uh, some experience with with the high level kickboxers. So uh, I, if I was the UFC, I put him in Sao Paulo in, the, in November. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, for sure. Tom Nolan gets the knockout over a Bogdan grad, only knockout in the card. I mean, he looked outstanding. Obviously, two knockdowns just fucking killed the dude. We had a murder, guys. Uh, Big train looked great. I mean, he's he's six three, seventy three inch reach, one hundred fifty five pounds, twenty three years old. I, can they put him on the Sydney card next month? Can they get him on that card? I asked him about it. He wants a full camp. I don't blame him. I mean, he's gonna he, he's been waiting for the UFC for for a while, right? So I don't blame him. But obviously, I mean, I think you guys both agree he was the standout from this card, right? For like, sure, one thousand percent, one thousand percent. And then and then afterwards, he had a good, great post fight about bullying and stuff. Like it was just you talking about bowling, really. It, what do you say? Bully, bullying. Oh, bowling! I think you said bowling. I got, I got a hard one. <laughs> you guys know I love fucking bowling. Anyways, um, yeah, yeah, no bullying. A, a fight that made me flaccid was this one. <laughs> Kyle Machado, Kevin Slofarski. This was literally the worst fight of the year, in my opinion. MMA. This fight was fucking trash, garbage. That must have been so frustrating to sit there watching this fight too, eh? Like, what the fuck it was, was this? Honestly, what was this? Go ahead, Alex. Fucking dog shit. That's what it was, man. Um, it was I mean. And and then Dana gives him a contract, so it set so it sets the precedent precedent for the rest of the season that like oh with this shitty fight you know what I'm saying like, it's just like like bro like I know you need heavyweights yeah. but like at least tell them to go get another fight or come back or see you next season you know what I'm saying like it was just so fucking shitty it's just it just it it's bad. a bad look for the show that like yeah. these are the best regional fighters fighting fighting for a UFC contract. You, know, you do a shit fight and you still get a contract. You know what's like, funny though? When they were like doing like the introductions, they kept showing like Kevin train with John Jones and showing all of Jones's finishes. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, you know, so weird. Go ahead. Don't give him a contract, but uh, call him for a late replacement or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, if you want him badly in the yep. UFC. Yep. But this was like, dude, listen, man, watching paint dry was more interesting than that fight you know and to see like guys like him and i understand heavyweight you know but and no disrespect to the guy i'm happy for him you know but there have been guys who actually were much more impressive were much better in the seasons we didn't get it we didn't get a contract you know and the thing is like i i don't mind see people listen it's great to see those guys winning contracts you know but the the format is a little bit changed since the first season or the second season where you actually should have been impressive to get into the in the ufc you know now it's like oh we we can get this heavyweight out with the 40 plus 40 and we can get this guy in for 10 plus 10 you know let's take him and that's also why hartwig is fighting el salati on the yeah. upcoming card because it's cheaper for the UFC. They gave him at twelve and twelve instead yeah. of whatever, right? Yeah, that ten plus ten actually. I think Dana. Are you serious? I thought they're giving twelve. Jesus, ten ten thousand. I think it's. I think it's twelve and twelve. Oh, it's not. Last year was ten and ten still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, it, they bumped. It. They were they were they were extremely generous, guys. Twelve and twelve is very generous. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, this fight was yeah. absolute trash. I will say this Garbage. for like, Kyo uh, Bigfoot, one hundred and twenty-one to seventeen significant strikes, but that first round, guys. Outlanded Kevin forty-seven to one in significant strikes. That was that was the worst round anyone's probably ever fought in MMA in five minutes. Like that's that's pathetic. In a stand-up, hey, Adam, fight, I mean, you know, go ahead. You, Adam, you got another Canadian, bro. Who? Kyle. Kyle. He's, Kyle. he's kind of Canadian. He's <laughs> well, he's Brazilian, but he lives in Vancouver. He lives by James out there. Like, he's he's uh he's, he's getting his citizenship, uh, right? Canadian, yeah. yeah, Canadian. yeah. He's, he's, so he's, he's, he's Brunei. He's Brunadian. 
His wife, his wife's Canadian. Yeah. He's got kids that are born there. I understand. Like, I mean, you, you Alex, got one, bro. <laughs> Well, you know what? He would have made sense on that card in Vancouver two months ago, right? It would have made more sense to put him on that card, but because he's getting the UFC, it seemed like the UFC was going to sign the winner of this fight, regardless of what happened. Like this fight was terrible. He shouldn't have been. I don't think he should have got signed. I'm just saying that. Like, no, as a Canadian, it's cool, but like, guys, come on. Like, you can't get. Are they? Because I'll tell you right now, I went through it and we talked about this Marcel. They gave out 50 contracts last year because they gave one of the losers, what's his name, Shannon Ross, the fight, and only that Carolyn girl that's invicted was the only one who never got a contract. So. 50 fighters got contracts. I think even some of the losers ended up like guys that, you know, later on didn't uh, took a fight. So I guess they're going to do 50 again this year. It looks like they have 50 spots open, right? It's if they're going to continue to do apex cards into, into 2024, they're going to sign everybody. Yeah. 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 And they're going to cut people and they're going to sign you. That's just the, the circle of life in MMA, right? You cut, you, you sign you guys, you cut old, you cut older fighters. And, and, and well, in this case, some of the older fighters got signed, but you know what I'm saying? The one thing I'll say is again, it fucking pisses me off when Damien's like, well, you know, I didn't want to sign a 35-year-old, but this guy, you know, I couldn't turn him down. It's like, okay, the matchmakers know that he doesn't like the older prospects, but they yet they can see you put them on the show. Like, the perfect example is Chris Curtis. And Chris was only, like, I think, was he, like, 31 in, in yeah. his season? He was, like, pretty young. Like, when you look at some of these guys, and he's like, yeah, Chris was too old. That's where we're not going to sign him. He had a fucking spinning hook kick knockout, and they didn't sign him. It's crazy, right? The first season, like, you had to really have a great performance. In Christmas fight, it was a great performance. You should have got signed. But now it's like, if you win, you get in. If you're winning, you get in. Yeah, I mean, there, there's so many snubs on the, on the show in, in past seasons yeah. where he fucking let him go. And then you sign someone like Kyle. like Brendan oh, Lofton, right? Brendan Lofton. Even Austin Thumb before. Austin Thumb before should have been signed. Just, 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 Justin Gonzalez, fucking Danny Sabatello. I mean, this like some of the wrestler guys I understand because Dana, we know Dana doesn't really like wrestlers. I mean, that's just the fact, really. I mean, he likes he prefers stand up fights. He's talked about he likes the stand up fights. So I get that, but like those guys, like like uh, Michael Lombardo, he was another guy, I think, right? He had the wrestling yeah. place, place fight, but yeah, they're good, right? Like I'm just looking through the seasons. Yeah, there was Sabat- Sabatello's tw- 30-24 to his opponent. Yeah, it's crazy. I just think the ones guys where they where they actually got finishes, they didn't get signed. That's brutal. Like, I, I kind of feel like if you know most cases, like what's that guy's name? That Brazilian guy with that hook kick. Remember he hated the fight and he didn't sign him. What was that? Oh fight yeah, the, the the Conor McGregor guy for Aldo. Jo- right, it's like Jonas, Jonas, Jonas Bill or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he didn't get. He had a crazy knockout. What, what about him, so. dude who uh, who fought in uh, in in one championship? Um, we also spent- Ton Lee. Ton Lee. Yeah, Ton Lee should have been signed too. You know, the other thing is they, they stopped doing this. Remember they used to give out those like, I don't know what you would call it, like a developmental contract? Developmental right? deal. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. So I think somebody, like, I, like some of these guys could probably use it. So anyways. Um, guys, by the way, I have to do this, guys. Um, you know, everybody always sees me drinking Monster Energy during the podcast. Listen, guys, we're not sponsored by Monster Energy, but if you look at it as some representative, we love it. I mean, a little bit of sponsoring. We're open for it. Uh, message us. We are open to it. So yeah, let's go. Let's yeah. do it. All right. Um, <laughs> Peyton Talbot looked great. I give. I would give him a contract. The guy's super young. He's what is he? Twenty three or something? Yeah. He's, no, he's twenty twenty four. But uh, turning twenty five next month. But yeah, I mean, he's good. Six and zero. Oh, good striking. Very tough. Good cardio. I mean, I I I, I assumed you guys were assigned, right? Promotional slate. No. I, yeah, you're right. Um, thing about it. This is my thinking. Bantamweight division is very, very deep, right? And yeah. he's so young, pretty, pretty inexperienced. He fought in A one, which is not the best promotion. Like, yeah, I would, I would have been greedy and been like, either come back later this season 
or go get two more wins on the regional scene and we'll see you in the UFC. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's just the, the bantamweight division is so fucking deep. It is. It's ridiculous. It's the best division in the sport. Marcel, would you have signed him or no? Listen, based on the performance, yes, you know, but I'm with Alex. You know, the thing is, these kind of guys, I remember, remember a, a fucking Chase Hooper, you know, these kind of guys, and even a Bevan Lewis, you know, back then, these kind of guys got developmental deals. Impakasanganai was one of the guys who got a developmental deal for at first, but it's like, um, they sign them now right away, you know, they don't look at it anymore if you're too young or whatever, they just sign you. And yeah, he, he looked fun, and uh, he had uh, some, uh, <laughs> that what did he say? Uh, I, I will be a come. How do you say a slave? Uh, a promotional slave? I don't know. I'm sorry. A corporate yeah, slave. Promotional slave. Corporate. Yeah, slave. corporate slave. Yeah, corporate, corporate slave. Um. Yeah. My thoughts on just like, I was talking with actually Chris Curtis about this. I don't think the UFC should even look at fighters for the like, contender series until they have ten fights, bro. Like five fights getting into the UFC. It's it's kind of like it's crazy, bro. Like it's it's I don't know. The thing is, who are you going to match him up with? You know, you. you... That's that. That I mean, that's the problem on regional regional MMA as a whole. Once somebody gets too good on the regional scene, they, they can't find fights, right? So, like, I understand that, but like, man, like getting, getting in the UFC with five or six fights, it's crazy, bro. It's it's the pinnacle of the sport, you know. No, I completely agree. And then the last fight, Kevin Boreas defeats Victor Diaz. Short nose, he was like, or Victor Diaz was short nose, but still, Boreas was a big underdog. He won. I thought the guy looked good. Like his striking looked good, his cardio looked good, his takedown defense was was pretty good. I, I again borderline signing, but I don't blame Dana for signing this one. What do you guys think? I would have passed on him, um, but I mean, maybe not because I thought Victor was going to run through him. Like I thought Victor was going to take him down, submit him. But man, boy, was I wrong! Right, right. What do you think, um, Marcel? Yeah, I think you could clearly see that Victor took on a short notice because he was gassed after after some time, you know. Uh, but that said, I mean, well done by Borges, you know, that he that he got to win. This, this is like a typical guy. If this fight was at the first or second season of the contender series, he wouldn't have got a contract, you know. He wouldn't have got a contract, and now he did. Good for him, you know. Um, yeah, let's see what he has to offer, you know, in the UFC. I mean, I, I kind of was kind of say he did well. You know, but man, Diaz took it on short notice and he looked gas as fuck. So I want to see him fight a guy who doesn't look gas as fuck. We'll yeah, no, absolutely. I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, Boros would have lost to Josh Van or Hickson. Um, both those guys would have beat him. Yeah, most likely. Anyways, like, I, I don't blame uh, Dana for, for giving this guy a contract. Again, for me, it was just the real one, the real uh, travesty was the the Bigfoot dude. I just, I just don't think he deserved it. You know what I mean? Like the other guys, though. I don't think are you know necessarily bad signings. <clears throat> we'll see how long they last sure. in the UFC. They, they, we'll see. Anyways, um, last thing I want to talk about, guys, is uh, Bellator. Did you guys get a chance to watch the, the Bellator card? Did you guys get a chance yep. to watch it? How did you watch? Also, yeah. Awesome mm-hmm. or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. I, I watched all of it. Awesome. Okay. We'll just quickly go through because there was like what there's like fifty fights on these Bellator cards. Um, uh, Logan Storley. Uh, Great performance and again in his home state of, of uh, South Dakota. Um, I mean, he's like he to me. Uh, if Bellator gets bought over or whatever, like I know Logan's a wrestler, but like man, he's a good fighter. Like to me, he's like kind of like a Colby Covington kind of type. I I, I would imagine the UFC would try to bring him in if if he you know um, becomes a free agent. No. You, you don't think so? Why? You don't <laughs> think the style? He's or what? He, he, yeah, he's not finished this he's fight boring. though. Grounded pound. You got to finish. 
that that being said, I talked with Brandon Ward after the fight. He had one arm, like, but his his shoulder and elbow elbow were fucked. Um, no, I I think Storley goes to PFL. <laughs> Most no likely, yeah. That, that does seem like yeah. You're right, just based on how he fights. But like he does. I'm just looking at his record, guys. Like it's funny because like almost all of his fights before Bellator were finishes, and now it's like harder for him to finish fights. But look at the record though, Bellator. It's great. It's uh ten and two, right? With how many finishes? Four. Well, it's a little bit of a lower finishing rate, but there's no doubt the guy's dominant. Anything you want to say about uh, Logan, uh, Marcel? No, I, I I agree with you guys. You know, uh, he he's he's tough, he's strong, but yeah, if Dana White passes up on a lot of wrestlers and uh, boring, in his opinion, boring fighters, yeah, he doesn't go, uh, he won't go crazy for Storley. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I like, I think he's 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 good. You know, I like him a lot. By the way, I'm not talking about. Dana White, did you guys saw that clip where he was uh, at the hotel? I think it was looking for a fight yeah, with Matt, Matt Sarah. Oh, that, that He's like, oh, the power stop thing didn't work out because Dana's like, uh, <laughs> what is it called? Like a uh, bust? I don't think, what do they call it? Uh, um, Bellhop? Bellhop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, getting back to the Bellator card. I mean, the main skip, card was. Skip the co main. The main card sucked. Like, Valentin, I bet on him. Like, I eventually bet on him, Marcel, just with the way the night was going. I was like, you know what? He's just going to take down Maui and grind him out. And he did. So I had him. Um, Jeffrey, I lost on though. I because I, I had Rasta. I was a little surprised Rasta lost. He lost Dude. pretty easily. He looked awful. He looked fucking terrible. What happened here? What happened, guys? You got fraud checked. You, anything you want? I know you were pretty high on him, Alex. I was too. Yeah, I was. I, I was. I, I don't know. I, I I think I think when Aaron stuffed his takedown, it broke it broke him. I, yeah. I think that's what happened in in the uh, Caesar Almeida Lucas fight on Caesars. Once Caesar stuffed Lucas's takedown, he was he was done. You know the other thing is that he got hit with multiple knees to the head when he was down, and the referee just like didn't care. It was kind of weird. Yeah. The referee, I think, should have at least you know given gave one warning at one point, but he probably should have taken an actual point. You know, um, James Gallagher wins a split decision, kind of controversial, I guess. A lot of people thought Gonzalez did more like damage, could have got the win. It was close, and then Sydney Outlaw really surprising here, Marshall out wrestling Islam Mamadov, completely out wrestling him. It was kind of surprising. fucking looked fucking looked great. Um, yeah. Another guy Dana passed on Alex. He was on contender too. Yep. Yep. So, um, since Sydney left American Top Team, now he's at Killcliff, and man, that switch. Yep. Did something with him because he looked good. Agreed. Just going to the prelims, adjusting quiche. She uh, she didn't poop her face. Fraud check. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fraud check. I, I, I fucking knew it. I what? fucking knew it. That this that was that was what's going to happen. I called it in the Bellator uh, uh, zone podcast. Yeah. I mean, the, the uh, listen. And somebody said it on Twitter, and I didn't retweet it, but I agreed with it. If Justin, if if Diana Asorogova looked like Justin Quiche, nobody would have talked about it. You know, yeah. and that's exactly how it is. You know, that's yeah, exactly 100%. how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, just, 100%. she just didn't look very good at all. Eh? Like in my opinion. So, uh, Diana, right? Like you lost every round basically. Um, Barzola defeats Bates, another guy that fraud know, check. Rec- yeah, you got fraud check. Well, this Lucas Brandon guy, he was he looked terrible, and then all of a, out of nowhere, like, I don't know if you guys saw this, like if, if the people in the chat. If you missed this one, this was interesting because. Uh, Weber Almeida was absolutely like in cruise control in this fight. He was like a minute, a minute and a half away from winning, and then Brendan got him in the clinch and need him to death. So it was like insane knockout, great comeback. So I didn't even realize like his dad was Chris Brennan, the former like you know uh, MMA fighter, has like what's it called, Westside Strangler, the guy with all the submission moves. So Tim Elliott's head coach now. Yeah, he was in, yeah exactly at, in that gym in Texas, right? He was in the UFC, he fought Pat Miletic right years ago. So I didn't even realize that. Like I didn't put two and two together for some reason. I just knew the guy was a good prospect. I don't know. He got he got a little bit exposed here, I, I guess, but he still won the fight. So 
man, you know, he wasn't worth minus a thousand though. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Anything you want to say, Alex? I think I saw you talking. I, I was just going to say just as a whole, like it's Bellator's worst thing that they do is that they, they give their prospects like five bums, right? So they yeah. build them up and then they give them one step up in competition. Then they lose. Right. And yeah. then, and then it's like, what do, what do we do? What do we do? We, do we give them five more bums? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I understand like they're trying to build them, but like, I don't know if that system works, you know? Right. No, I understand what you're saying. Um, what else do we want to get to here? Next fight. Uh, I don't know. This Kasim Kasimov guy, I thought he clearly won. I was shocked when it was a split decision, to be honest with you. Vladimir <laughs> yeah. Tokov won his fight. The Andrew Hill got a finish. Alfie Davis won. Uh, Katarina Shakaloa defeated Diana Silva. Another split decision loss for Diana Silva. She has like all these losses by split decision. It's crazy. Uh, this is this is the only one I actually agreed with. I didn't agree with these, these others with uh, but I think she beat but and yeah. I also think she should have beaten Leah McCourt, in my opinion. So, yeah. but this one you thought she lost, yeah, man. This girl, I'm checking her record, guys. She has one, two, three, four, five, six, five. Decisions and one uh, majority decision. That's a that's oh, a lot. So she's the Bellator Angela Hill. Yeah, there's also this other girl in Bellator, like Pam Sorensen. She has like all split decisions. This it's and she's not very good, by the way. But yeah, and then uh, Jordan Oliver got a win as we expected. Then this, I didn't. I actually didn't see this fight. I, I was like, I'm like, where did this fight go? This Michael Block. I thought the fight got canceled or something. Michael Block is he 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 actually fought after the main card. Oh, I, I thought they stopped doing this in Bellator, but I guess they ran out of time. Um, but he got the win. Yeah, I mean, there were some interesting fights. Anything else you guys want to talk about uh, really quick? Solid and Cauley. Uh, yeah. Same thing where he he, he he beat a bunch of – then he, he he got a step up, lost, and then he beat a buck another bomb. So it's like – No, for sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So anyways, I think we're good there. I know there's a lot of questions, guys. I'm, I wasn't trying to intentionally miss them. It's just there was so much like to talk about, with, especially having a third guy here. Um, we'll just go through yeah, it. Bl- yeah, blame it on fucking Alex. <laughs> Absolutely. It's all your fault, Alex. Plus, we stopped. And the dog, we have four people here. Plus, we spent like too long talking about, like, like you know. Yeah, we're not going to say it, though. I don't want to get you. Sure, you mean about jerking off? Oh, uh, yeah, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. All right. Kyle Machado and Mick Parkin. Sure. I mean, that fight makes yeah. sense. Um, so it's, it's, so it's Marcel's shit break and Adam's jerk off break. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that with the heavyweights on. What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> Maybe with some of the straw weights. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> um, you guys are funny. All right. Uh, just, there's a lot of comments, guys. Sorry. I'm just kind of looking for the questions. Um, yeah. Someone was talking about Lazy King and not signing with the UFC. I don't think they wanted him. I, I just don't think they wanted him. They weren't interested for whatever uh, reason. I don't know why. I have I, a story about it. Sure. Let's hear it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, I, can, I don't know if I actually can tell it, but I'll tell it. Um, so I got told that he he um, that the opponent, I don't say who the opponent is, but an opponent got a fight offered against him at UFC Paris, you know? So I reached out to, to Abdul because I talk to Abdul sometimes. And I was like, dude, is it true that you're going to fight him? He's like, it's news for me, man. I didn't get, uh, nobody told me, you know, and my manager didn't tell me, so I have no idea. Then he asked his manager, and his manager is like, I don't know anything about it. You know, that's for now, by the way. So then I go back to the guy who told me, and he is like, that's crazy, you know, because we got that offer two weeks ago, and we haven't heard back from the UFC. So he asked Sean Shelby, you know, and Sean is like, yeah, we wanted to do that fight, but the car was already pretty full. So uh, I, I I didn't reach out to them, you know. So we're, we're not going to do that probably. 
you know maybe if somebody falls through we, we're gonna uh, con contact them about but if not they don't so now that guy who was supposed to fight abdul he got booked for he got, likes he's gonna get booked for another card and uh they they, they didn't give abdul a contract and abdul saw with pfl fair enough um that's the story a little bit is there anything else you want to add to that Alex, or pretty much the same thing i just heard it kind of the the negotiations kind of went like how uh cedric Dumbe went like mm. Wine money, DOC was like, nah, we'll, we'll pass. It's Fernand, it's Fernand Dumay's manager, too, or as I, I think Fernand is with I'm, Abdul, I'm not right? Sure. I think, yeah, he's with Abdul. Right? Uh, Taylor left Fernand by Fernand, by the way. Taylor okay. Lapulus. Oh, he did? Okay, yeah. Um, just a couple other uh, comments here, guys. We're gonna because we have to get get through this and get to the, the breakdown. Um, what's that for Reyes Cortez? I, I don't know, I, I don't think he's gonna get he's just tough, but he's not very good. Um, oh yeah, here here's a question for you. What's your favorite pay per view snack? I swear this was asked recently. Um, I don't. I'm so like into the fights. Like I don't really think about food. I just eat afterwards. I don't know. Whatever like is on like Uber Eats, I'll like order something. And maybe like a pizza or chicken wings. Yes, chicken wings. Are you guys anything? You're at the event, Alex. So it's hard, right? I mean, I mean if I'm home, yeah. yeah. I mean, if if if, I, if I'm home, yeah. it's, it's pizza. Maybe yeah. pizza. Yeah. Well, does the UFC give you guys the the meal during the fight nights or just during the pay per views? Okay. Oh, they do the finance, yeah, because yeah, get they do sure. cater for the the media. Mark saw anything? Yeah, um, yeah uh, for us, I always uh, took a pint of Ben and Jerry, you know, but uh, I got too fat, and now it's like four hamburgers. So uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, it's it's like already like four a.m., three a.m. over here. Yeah, so I know. Normally, I always did like uh, ice cream. I really like it, but I kind of stopped after they raised the price of Ben and Jerry's with like three euros. So they can Ooh. suck my dick. Um, I'm not gonna pay so much for for a pint of ice cream. They're, they're, it's it's expensive here too. It's like probably ten bucks for like a pint. Of yeah, ice. I mean that doesn't make sense, you know. Yeah. So uh, for me, it's like now nah, I'm just like uh, having a, like a Monster Energy drink. Do you hear me? Do you hear yeah. me? Monster Energy. Yeah, no, yeah, can you hear me? So um, and um, maybe some 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 uh, potato chips or something, you know. Uh, not nothing back, you know. For you guys, you guys can eat fucking pizza, chicken wings, hamburgers during the fights, you know. And for me, it's like fucking four a.m. or three a.m. So why would I eat that shit? You know, that would be bad. So no. well, I'm I'm, I'm going to be in your shoes next week for the Singapore card. So yeah, you will be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get some other comments here. Um, have you guys heard any fighters be looking at PFL in the better merger? I don't know. I haven't heard. It. I don't know. Maybe Alex says. I don't know. Anyone? I know of a couple. Okay, I can't say. Please tell me where, where is getting a fight. I mean, it's the plan, right? Yeah. yeah they are they are looking. Do they have someone you guys know about or no? Maybe, maybe. Okay. Uh yeah, this is a fight. This fight is real. I think you guys both posted it. So um and then it's checking really quick. Um Marcel, do you have that triple XP bottle? Do you still have that? Yeah, man, but I cannot show it, you know, I, because yeah, I mean, we already talked too much about right. uh, about uh, <laughs> dick activity. So yeah. Last question here. That's a good question. Who stock dropped the most from Luke Adrian from Marcus? He asked us every week, guys. That's the last question we're gonna answer. I mean, I think it's a great question, Marcus. Like, I, I think there's definitely a few contenders. Myself, I would I would probably lean towards uh, boy, because the thing is, some of them, some fighters, are, I was already down on, like a JP Days or a Chris Dawkins. I would go with Juliana Miller. I think she's just, I think she's just doesn't look like she's a UFC fighter. Anything for you guys? Uh, Juliana Miller is a really good one. Francis Marshall um, is another one. And I, th I think Dowdu. I mean, I I, I feel like Dowdu should have finished Cub Swanson, but 
there wasn't really a lot of stock with most of these guys who actually lost already, I think, you know, so it's like, that's a difficult one, you know. Um, I, I, uh, I don't really have one, to be really honest here. This one. I think Perfect. Isaac Dolgarian's stock rose the most. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll put it that way. Isaac? Yeah, I yeah. think he looked great. I mean, he was an underdog again, right? He was one of the underdogs. There was three underdogs that one or four, I think, actually. Yeah, four. So it was Luke, uh, Luke, um, Cub, and then Dobson. Those three didn't really like. They weren't that great of fights. And then you had Dolgarian dominating as a dog. So I think yeah, his stock went way up. All right, guys, let's just finish up here because we're going to do the, the breakdown show for uh, UFC yes. today too. Is Alex coming for the breakdown as well? I hope so. Can you can you stay on for a bit, Alex? Can you help us out, or you got to go? Uh, I can't. Fuck it. All right, fuck it. Awesome. All right, guys. I'm going to finish the podcast off right now. And in the meantime, guys, uh, yeah, just uh, keep following us. Uh, you know, like, share, subscribe. Alex Bakunin, Big Marcel, Adam Martin. Talk to you guys in a few minutes. I'll post a link for the UFC 292 preview. We got Aldrin Sterling and Sugar Sean O'Malley. Talk to you guys in a bit. Bye.